Hello and welcome everyone back to the Rooted in the Faith, Grounded in Family podcast. I am your host, Mike Nelson. Welcome back for another episode. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about uh, being rooted in faith and what does that mean? And how how can we how can we do more there? So um, I'll start with some uh, definitions to to go by, and uh, we'll we'll kind of continue from there. So to start with, uh, being rooted, what does that mean? Uh, well, uh, a quick search on the internet yields uh, an interesting definition uh, to be deeply and firmly established in something. So if we're firmly and uh, deeply established in faith, we are rooted in faith. So what does faith mean then? Faith um, is complete trust or confidence in someone or something, a strong belief in God or in the doctrines of a religion uh, based on uh, what this definition says is a spiritual apprehension rather than proof. So it's something that you can't see, but you believe it's there and you're going to you know, believe in something that, uh, that you can't see. So to be rooted in faith then is to be rooted in something, a belief in something that you can't see. Um, so why is that important? Uh, why is it important to be rooted in faith? Well, uh, to to be rooted in something is is our really how how our foundation is built. We want to uh, have a good solid foundation of a home, and uh, that that way the the home can be nice and strong and weather the storms that will it will face. Uh, so we want to have a good foundation. We want to be rooted in some good things. So that's pretty cool. But uh, let's see what else we can do with this. So. Um, I'll share a quote from a 2004 conference talk from uh, our prophet and president of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Uh, this is uh, from President Russell M. Nelson, back before he was um, the prophet of the church. Uh, he gave a talk on faith and how the uh, this is called the sustaining power of faith and can help us in times of uncertainty and testing. And he says that God uses your faith to mold your character. Character, then, is the manifestation of what you're becoming. Strong moral character results from consistent correct choices in the trials and testing of life. Okay, so I'm going to pause right there. I want good character, then. Strong moral character is something I want because I strive to make correct choices. I strive to be a good person. And so strong moral character is something that I strive to, to have. So continuing, he says, your faith can guide you to those correct choices. Okay, so faith in something, believing in something, right? Believing in God, believing in Christ. That belief can help guide me toward Christ. So clearly, he says, it is what you do and what you think about that determine what you are and what you will become. Therefore, the choices you make need to be inspired by the Lord. Others can encourage you to make the right decisions, but those choices must not be prescribed by them. You need to ponder, pray, and exercise faith to willingly make choices consistent with the teachings of the Master. Such choices are made with trust in things that are believed, and when acted upon, will be confirmed. Only enough guidance is given to lead you aright and to not weaken your growing character. That guidance will solidify your trust in Heavenly Father and the Savior. Faith will forge strength of character available to you in times of urgent need. Such character is not developed in moments of great challenge or temptation. That is when it's used. Character is woven patiently from threads of principle, doctrine, and obedience. 
I'm going to reread that last part too, because I, I think it's rather important. Character is woven patiently from threads of principle, doctrine, and obedience. So faith is how I can get to a strong moral character, and character is made up of principle, doctrine, and obedience. So I'll pause a second for you know the word principle. I have said it before on prior episodes, I really love principle-centered living because it really helps us to center our lives around uh, true concepts and, and true and eternal things that have stood the test of time. Things like kindness, friendship, honesty, uh, integrity. Um, those are things that uh, can really help guide us toward a strong moral character and uh, uh, help us in, in our strivings to be a, a good and, and better person. So I'll pivot a little bit over to, to some of these principles now because um, I was able to find a super awesome talk from uh, Richard G. Scott. He's a, a former member of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles in our church, and he gives some of the, the principles um, in his 2003 general conference talk called The Sustaining Power and Faith in Times. Oh, I just realized <laughs> my copy and paste um, didn't work. Oh, well, that's all right. Well, I'll have to find that uh, Richard G. Scott quote um, and, and get everybody the, the right quote for that one. But anyways, um, he says, Trust in God and in his willingness to provide help when needed, no matter how challenging the circumstance. Number two is obey his commandments and live to demonstrate that he can trust you. Number three is be sensitive to the quiet promptings of the Spirit. And closely behind that, number four, which is act courageously on that prompting. And number five, he says, be patient and understanding when God lets you struggle to grow and answers come at a piece at a time over an extended period. Uh, for me personally, I struggle the most with the last one. When God lets you struggle, um, sometimes it's, uh, well, I should say all the time, it's, it's difficult to struggle. Uh, I don't think any of us like to struggle or, you know, strive to find the next struggle out there, but, uh, it's, it's part of the plan. We have to learn and grow while we live here. And part of that learning and growing is to struggle through some things, you know, that, uh, that we have to go through. So I'll give a, an example of this with an interesting story here. Uh, this happened five-ish years now, a little over five years ago. Um, my wife and I were, were thinking it's about time for us to move. Um, we uh, just kind of got the thought and impression that um, that we we needed to start looking at a, an, another house. You know, I was working far away from work at the, you know, far away from home and uh, taking a look at uh, reducing my commute would be great. Um, we were also um, taking a look at uh, getting a different size home. We we're kind of outgrowing the space that we had at the time uh, with our growing family. So we wanted to, to take a look at a new home. Um, and we had some homes lined up. Those ended up falling through because we couldn't sell our, our house. Um, it ended up taking much longer than anticipated, uh, about five months to sell the house. And for those of you that uh, understand the uh, the Phoenix, Arizona market, five months is a long time. Um, there were other homes in our neighborhood that went on sale after ours did. Uh, we had a better price point and better upgrades in our home. And yet uh, we saw every other house in our neighborhood that was for sale uh, sell before ours did. 
and it was rather frustrating. Um, it was uh, it was definitely a challenge, and uh, and definitely a struggle. And I remember um, more than several nights, you know, kneeling at the edge of my bed, praying my heart out to God, that asking Him why, what what's going on. You know, we felt strongly we needed to sell our house. We felt strongly it was time for us to move. We felt strongly that, you know, that the path would be open to us to, to figure out what to do and how to do it. And it just felt like every turn, every opportunity, every which way we were trying to, to go just got blocked, block after block after block. And the only answer I ever received to those prayers was be patient. Like, wow, that's, that's great. <laughs> that's not the answer I'm looking for. So it was hard. It was, uh, it was a big struggle. Um, but um, unbeknownst to us, there was a um, family situation where we needed to be, um, we needed to be in that area. Uh, we had other family in, in that area at the time, and um, there were some family things going on, and uh, we, we needed to be in that area. When those family um, events were resolved, uh, we sold our house. And when I, I say that, I'll say that again a different way. When those family events were resolved, we sold our house the next day. Um, it was, it was kind of interesting. And then, um, why, while the family events were in progress of being resolved, we put an offer down on a house and it got accepted. And now we live in that house and we've lived here for, you know, five years now. Um, so it's an interesting story from many perspectives. Um, and there were many more lessons learned in there, but, uh, the main one I wanted to focus on for this time around was that, you know, God lets us struggle through challenges sometimes because that's how we grow in our faith. And, you know, that patience and that perseverance, uh, in that faith, uh, helped me to, to grow my faith and helped me to grow my testimony that God is aware of me. He knows me. He knows what I need. And he, helped me grow in ways that I wasn't even thinking about at the time. So it was, uh, it was a rather interesting time and experience. Uh, with that, I will go ahead and uh, finish up today's episode with um, one more quote from Elder Scott here. He says, you can learn to use faith more effectively by applying principles taught by Moroni. Moroni is one of the uh, prophet historians from the Book of Mormon. He says, faith is things which are hoped for and not seen. Wherefore, dispute not because you see not, for you receive no witness until after the trial of your faith. Elder Scott continues, thus, every time you try your faith, that is, act in worthiness on an impression, you will receive the confirming evidence of the Spirit. And those feelings will fortify your faith. So I will say that, um, you know, many times receiving promptings and acting on them, um, many times I, I feel that I've received a, you know, thought and impression. I don't really think too much of it, but I decided to go ahead and act on it anyways. And more often than not, it's, it's not just me pulling thoughts and impressions out of the ether, but it was rather, it was the, the guiding influence of the Holy Ghost saying, you know what, maybe you need to go visit this person. Maybe you need to give them a text or a call. Maybe you need to go take a different route home. Maybe you need to double check something before you leave and, you know, leave two minutes later. So you miss that accident on the way to work. Um, too many times have I looked back on thoughts and impressions and experiences that I've had and, um, 
you know, it just, I mean, you can chalk it up to a coincidence for sure, but um, I choose to to have faith in a God who knows me and who is concerned about me. And he wants me to be happy and he wants me to be successful. And with that, I hope and pray that uh, you will uh, increase your faith and, and go and act on your own promptings and uh, study it out and, and find more faith in your life. And uh, I hope everyone has a great week and uh, God bless. Thanks for listening. Bye.